Join a Planet Fitness near you from $5 a week plus no locking contract. Enjoy tons of equipment and small group classes. Upgrade to our Black Card membership to bring a friend for free and access our Black Card Spa. Planetfitness.com.au It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now. Welcome to Saturdays in the Gong on SEN Track. This for our second hour. We're here at Wollongong Golf Club as I look out. All I can see are seagulls in the puddles as the rain continues to fall. Another gloomy day in the gong. Surely the rain will leave us shortly and the sun will return. It's sunny inside where the fans are watching the Masters. They're sitting around drinking their coffees, having their beers. I'm Matt Russell. Great to be with you. Our regular co-host, Timmy Barrow, Matty Campbell, pressing engagements today. Tim's off to Royal Randwick. Matty, family time with his daughter, who is a rising basketball star. So we've given them their leave pass, but I'm glad that you could still join in and listen to us and I'm glad our next guest could spare us some time as well because he's a very topical man at the moment working with the Illawarra Basketball Association he's represented the Hawks at the top level and done very very well to set him up let's have a listen to the way the Hawks won their last game against Melbourne United he's been delighted not just with this win obviously this is the immediate one but 9 of 11 they were right under the pump and I think a lot of people they said they can't do it, given the run home that they had, the quality of team they've got. They've still got a, a lot of heavy lifting to do, but right now, this win, I think... Well, three weeks ago, they were out of the top four. Yep. And now they are storming toward the pinnacle because they have beaten Melbourne United on their own floor for the second time in a week. The Hawks come up big, down six with five minutes to play. They win by six, 96-90. Yeah, this man is a former Hawk. Fair to call him an NBL great, definitely. I'm glad he still lives in the gong. I'm glad he's giving back to his sport. Oscar Foreman, how are you this morning? Matty, I'm doing pretty well. How are you doing? Good, mate. I, I liked listening to that audio there of Illawarra beating Melbourne United last Saturday. And as John Casey said there, not too long ago, they were out of the four. Here they are today, sitting in third position. How good are the Hawks right now, Oscar? Right now, I feel like they've found their groove. They've found a little bit of their identity or changed their identity a little bit. Um, You can see with Antonius, Cleveland, he's obviously emerging to be one of their key drivers and um, really propelling that team forward for some of those wins. And you can see when the team changes in the third quarter and goes on a bit of a run, usually it's on the back of his hustle. And what people will notice is his hustle, but then they'll start to see the other players get confidence and hit those threes. So, look... Looking at the uh, looking at the ladder now, Melbourne are obviously tough. Sydney are on a huge tear. Perth have had a little bit of issues, but it's great to see Tasmania come and knocking on the door. So, you know, after last night's win, I think they are one of the uh, impressive teams. I'm hoping can squeeze into that top four. Absolutely, Oscar. You mentioned that result last night, 87-80 against the Taipans. Earlier in the round, it was Melbourne beating South East Melbourne in a thriller, 90-88 in the throwdown, and Perth, 89, New Zealand, 80. Still some question marks over the Wildcats, but you're right. Tassie, the JJs, the Jack Jumpers, they're 14 and 11, a fantastic inaugural season. They're applying the pressure to Perth in fourth position, so the Wildcats, 15 and 9. 
Tassie, 14 and 11. They need results to go their way, but the Jack Jumpers are certainly still there. You and I worked at the Hawks game recently where they beat Brisbane. Then it was success against Melbourne. Those two games, they didn't have their point guard, Tyler Harvey, which... Uh, Beneath the surface, you think, wow, they're winning those games and still got Tyler Harvey to come back. But that's going to be the trick, isn't it? Bringing the scorer, the point guard, back into the successful team and keep everyone still happy. 100%. You know, when they, uh, in, in football over in the UK, they call them managers, don't they? And I think that's, uh, that's pretty smart because it's about managing, um, managing personalities and managing uh, different player types. So... You know, with coaches over here, it's it's a little bit different, but I'm pretty sure we have a lot of managing um, ethical treatment within within their style as well. And so bringing someone like Tyler comes back in after a couple of wins, it does change it a little bit. You put um, Xavier Rayther-Mayers, he goes back to the bench, I'd assume, and he, then his role comes back to that microwave off the bench. And, you know, when he's starting at point guard, he feels he has a bit more time, I'd assume, to be able to deliver the ball and get in as a facilitator a little bit, as well as then get his shots. And you see in Melbourne, you know, he does score, I think it was 27, and he feels that he has that time, he doesn't have to rush. Whereas with Tyler back, there is a bit of that pinch on him where he might only play 20 minutes a game, so he's going to try and get the ball up quicker. Um, and the flow-on effect of that, I feel, is if you've got people needing shots earlier because you have a lot of good players which is a great problem to have but you need to try and manage them if someone like Justinian Jessup he might get less shots or less looks or less yeah. plays run for him so that when he does have to have that shot there's a bit more pressure on him and then we can also look at someone like a you know a Sam Trolling the looks he get he's just he's not going to be he'll get the dump offs rather than any play run for him or Duop Duop not getting as many plays just because you've got so many good players I mean, it's a great problem to have, but that's, you know, I'm sure one of the frustrations for Brian Gorgian to, you know, he'd probably wish it was 48-minute games with that many good players at the moment. At Nissan Arena this evening, Oscar, 5.30pm Eastern, we see the Hawks in Brisbane to play the Bullets, and then the Hawks finish their last three games. They play Sydney twice and Perth in Perth, where the Hawks just cannot win. So, as a former player, do you like that run-in to the finals, or would you prepare, prefer an easier path? I mean, look, you can look at it either way, can't you? You can say, okay, it prepares you for the finals because you're playing tough games. Or you can say it's going to, uh, you know, it's dangerous that you can slip out of contention. Um, I would personally say it's it's good having those matchups, especially Sydney. Uh, I'd much rather Sydney twice. You know, even though they're on a tear, they're a great team. There's just something with, like we say, you know, Hawks line it tough to win in Perth. Um, Sydney historically have found it tougher to win against Illawarra just because... You go up there, the, the fans aren't. Um, sometimes they're more fair weather fans up there. So if you, you do get a couple of buckets in a row, it goes quiet up there. You have the 200 people that come up. You drive up the freeway um, and they get exceptionally loud as soon as you get on a bit of run and and, <laughs> and the King's supporters quiet down. So it does help shift that momentum. In, and as players, you, you hear it for sure. So I've, I've got, um, for the Hawks, I don't think there's any issue with that run home. Um, you know, especially if they can handle business tonight against Brisbane, I think that that makes them a bit more comfortable. Especially looking at that top four, looks like Perth isn't going to get a home final. Like they they won't have home court. If Sydney, Illawarra, Melbourne, like there's there shouldn't be uh, anything that worries them too much there if they're playing with good form. Now that they've just gone and you know handled business in Melbourne twice, and um, you know Sydney's always that close freeway um, freeway matchup. 
Well, if Illawarra plays Sydney twice, which they do between now and the finals, fate is in the Hawks' hands. If they win those games against the Kings, they should host uh, a semi-final series, and that, of course, gives them a chance to host the grand final series. All that to unfold um, in the run to the finals and through the finals, and Oscar will see your great work covering the NBL as that continues to bubble away. But, of course, you have another brief. You're a busy man. It's in charge of the Illawarra Basketball Association. Why did you take that gig? What's the interest there? I've been asking myself why I've taken that gig <laughs> in the last three months, to be honest. Um, look, it's it's one of those uh, it's one of those jobs when I talk to to other players, and you know, um, it's effort. It's something. It's a feeling that something needs to change, and you, you see it while you're playing the whole time, and you, you're involved with the juniors, and um, you feel that so much more can happen, and then it gets to the point where, you know. Someone has to do it, so why why can't it? You know, why shouldn't it be me? Um, look, I've, I've had I've had plenty of ideas, plenty of uh, different thoughts that need to go into that place. And you know, I've been there for three months, and, and I feel the change. And there has been a number of changes are made. Um, and just want to make that association as strong and as good as other ones. It's it was years and years ago, and it's just fell by the wayside a little bit, and just needs a bit of innovation and, and come into the current and. That's some, you know, some of the things we're doing, and obviously with bringing community back and sponsorship back into the place, and the excitement of having an NBL one team and being able to bring that, uh, I guess, up to speed with a very, very short time frame and limited budget. Um, you know, it's it's been good. We went down in our first weekend, went down to Sutherland by two. Um, you know, no, neither of our team had an import in, so we've got our imports in. So they. We're a doubleheader tonight. The girls play Lauren Jackson's team in Albury tonight, and um, that, that, they'll have a great experience playing against Lauren Jackson. Look, we, you know, what I ask for the teams is that they play hard, they play together, and they have fun. And the reports from the first home game is people were coming to watch, and they loved it just because they, you know, they play hard. They play hard, and they enjoy the games. Um, you know, now we've got the first import, Kiwi Gardner. He's arrived for the men's. He's yep. a short guy. He's five foot seven, but he is an absolute live wire that he can go. And I'll, ex- I'll expect, you know, a lot of people over the season will come just to watch him. Um, I, I think he's also fantastic, being of a shorter stature for some of those shorter shorter kids that are coming through the association. That think, okay, where does this go to? How do I how do I keep going to a pro level if I'm only, you know, going to be five foot five, five foot seven? Um, and he, he can show that to them. So I think. That's, you know, I'm trying to create those pathways and to bring an import in like him, who's obviously a hell of a player. But, um, yeah, I, I think he'll be infectious for the community and, and they'll definitely um, come out to watch him. Very good. Finally, a basketball that makes me feel tall. If he's 5'7", I'm a giant. And that's uh, very, very rare. Just to wrap it up, tell us about tonight. Set the scene for us. What time are the games? I, I know that when I spoke to you recently, you were um, really excited about the level of uh, corporate support the association is getting, the sponsorship level. It's a great atmosphere there at the Snake Pit. That's right, not the Sand Pit. It's the Snake Pit. So take a trip down basketball's memory lane, basketball retro, if you like. Head out to the Snake Pit. Watch the NBL 1 teams, men and women. Oscar, we're really lucky to have you involved there. But just tell us, what time's tonight? What should we look forward to? Well, tonight we're on the road. So we've got, um, we got Albury for the women are playing at 5 o'clock. So that's a Lauren Jackson game. And then the men are going to play at 7 o'clock. So all this stuff can be watched and streamed with commentators. You know, some would argue about your, your or my level there, Matty. But, um, <laughs> you know, the commentators, 
go watch online on nbl1.com.au and uh, and then we back up against Canberra. Then we have a week off for Easter so everyone can relax and 23rd of April, that's when we're going to unveil basically at home our uh, our two new imports, our team, you know, Lucas Walker playing for the men's, Georgia Ordoff come back into Australia playing for the women's. I might even lace the boots up, have a run around and see if we can do a bit of Jackie Moon style and uh, a bit of, bit of do everything when I get there. But it's, uh, I think it's going to be fantastic with uh, yeah with, with, with both teams and it's good. I'll be at home watching the um, watching the doubleheader tonight. Okay, on the road tonight, so you tune in and watch that via your device. And then April twenty third, get to the Snake Pit. You might see the great Oscar Foreman throwing a few three balls up, and of course they all go straight through the hoop. Oscar Foreman, <laughs> great to chat this morning. Congratulations on the position, and I know that Illawarra basketball is extremely well-placed when it's got a man of your calibre running the show. Have a good weekend, mate. Thanks, Matty. You too. Okay, time for a break here on Saturdays in the Gong. And when we come back, we're going to Melbourne. Brian Vanderwacker to talk motorsport. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.